welcome to Excelsior. Hi, Evan. Hey. I'm here with Evan, who, who is a musician and a houseboat owner. <laughs> I feel like that's a houseboat. <laughs> he, he is, is the boat. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a brick houseboat. Oh. Ow. That's a fun little twist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think houseboats can be brick. Um, let's see. There's a, no. There's like some concrete. Something. Some of them make out of. There's like a concrete base you can do a boat out of. But I haven't okay. seen one ever. I've read about them. It doesn't make sense to me. It seems like a bad idea. Sorry. Now he's making a lot of noise. Now he just settle down so we can have a conversation. Um, okay. Seems like well, the worst material to make a boat out of would be concrete. Oh, a, a, a concrete. But there are concrete houseboats. That's weird. Or just boats in general. It's a bait. I don't think it's, it's not very popular, probably because it's a terrible choice. What are they made out of? Wood and. The concrete? Like your boat. Of, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, what, what are normal houseboats made out of? Well, um, there's three main ones fiberglass. I said mine's fiberglass. Okay. Steel hull and aluminum and they all have their pros and cons although aluminum is probably the best the con is that it's the most expensive oh is it lightweight and durable it's lightweight yeah and super durable okay um they also they make a lot of noise when the, the, the when the waves hit your boat the aluminum ones will make you'll hear the waves a lot but even that can be a nice thing too but they're the loudest oh. loudest hull um one thing you haven't seen yet is that like at night the the carp will come and they'll feed on the hull like the algae and like yeah. you'll hear them all night that's what you oh. hear on your boat, like all night. But that scared you the first time. Um, it was. It's weird. Yeah. Like one of my neighbors, he was working in his hull when he just he just got the boat, and he's like, he's like, what is that? He would like knock on the hull. Whoops. Yeah. And then like the carp would do that back, and he's like, I think my boat's haunted. Because <gasps> I mean, you don't know. Yeah. Until someone tells you, yeah, those are fish, and they're loud. They're loud. They're aggressive feeders. Yeah, like even me. even. Like, I'm an aggressive feeder. <laughs> just fed you, which your favorite food? Oh yeah, the 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 bon mi. Chicken bon mi. It's uh, it's 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 a, it's a good one. So so you, I got you photo bay, but you like quangs. My number one is the quang, chicken so, bon mi. So tell me. That's carp. Oh, is that the carp? Yeah, did you hear that? Wow. Oh my gosh, that is loud. That's yeah. carp banging on the hole. That's crazy. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. It's great. But that banh mi was delightful, and I think the most delightful part of it was eating it on your boat, on the, the front of your boat. Everything on a boat is a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's what I think. That was great. It's a beautiful day to be out here, too. So you mm -hmm. have the you have a great view of um, downtown St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good view, and then you get to see the, the trains go by and the barges. The barges are always going back and forth. Where's the train? Well, I... I don't have the schedule in front of me. <laughs> I mean, is it the, the, is the track right here? The track is right across the river. So oh, I think beautiful. They go all night. That yeah. is so awesome. This and is there's great. There's lots of wildlife. And there's lots of uh, uh, just random people around. Random people or just neighbors? Well, neighbors. They're not random. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> it's the combina It's a combination of I wanted to leave some live somewhere that was like I want to be in the city and I want to be in nature. It's like, cool. well, you can kind of choose one or the other. But here, it's like, I kind of get both. Yeah. So, so I think it's cool. So, we were roommates. And I remember you were telling me about the dream about the houseboat and told me about it. And then, years later, you're just like, I got the boat. 
and living the dream. Yeah. That's great. So you're on year two living here? That's right. That's awesome. Okay, now this makes a lot of um, No, that is so awesome. So you do, you're a musician, and you have your own studio on this houseboat in the back here. Yes. So um, pretty much got whatever I need on this boat. Like I'm into the tiny house living type of deal. This is tiny home. This is basically, tiny a, home. It's basically a tiny home. Yeah. But I'm like... This home, I guess, like most tiny homes, you can move anywhere. But yeah, this one, I could, you know, I could move anywhere as long as there's a waterway to get there. And you're on the Mississippi, so you can go anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. Yeah, you can go to, yeah. So you can move this boat and park it anywhere and live in a different state, or how does that work? Like, do you have to, like, if you move to a different state, can you, like, park it there and just live there? Yeah, people do that kind of thing you know if you want to do the um transient lifestyle that's just, cool now i don't know if i'm going to do that or not at some point i will you know yeah but right Baby now steps. right now i'm happy where i'm at and the studio it's it's a nice place to work get a nice view it's so great do you does the sound do you have the padded walls in there yet? The I look, no. <laughs> right now the sound is terrible in there okay so do you plan on changing that yes but okay. For the most part, I just use headphone tricks. So oh, okay. when it comes to mixing and stuff, you know, it's generally frowned upon to mix on headphones. So, but there are advances coming down the pipeline where it makes that somewhat better. Where you can you can simulate a good studio space in your headphones, and people oh. are split on that whether that's a good idea or not. But that's what that's what I do to make up for the fact that the sound is not great in there. Okay, but you do plan on making it like a little sound studio. You can. It could definitely. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of room for improvement. Cool. Now you started this during quarantine. You got the boat during quarantine, right? Or right before? Yeah. Um, the shutdown. So you are a music, a guitar teacher. Mostly guitar, but uh, Drum? bass, drums, and ukulele also. Yeah. Very cool. And you did your lessons in here virtually. Virtually, yep. Boat. And occasionally I'll have someone on the boat for oh, a you lesson. Did? If I will, if, if yeah, if, I'll say like. If they want to do a makeup lesson and come by on Saturday, I'll, have, I'll teach lessons out of here sometimes. To, like, in children? Person, in person. Like, are they, like, kids, the teenagers, adults? The only lessons I've taught in the boat is to adults. Adults. Yeah. They're, they probably think it's cool. Are they like, oh, I can't believe this is so cool. I mean, if I when I mention it, they're usually like, oh, I want to see what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they don't care about the lesson at this point. They're like, I want to come on your boat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come to your boat. You know? That works there, for me. There's there's a guy that's doing a, a recording studio on a boat. Did I tell you about that? I think we know the same. Well, yeah, we talked to it's him. It's the same guy. Because yeah. it's the same marina my boat was from. It was in La Crosse. Yeah. And it was there was like a there was like a Christian uh, thing about it. I I don't know about that. Unless we're talking about I'm two sure. different boat studios. He's I I feel like he's in the process of building it and he's almost done. It was a big project. Yeah. And I, he showed me the boat. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's probably the same person. Yeah. I don't <laughs> if there's two of them out there, that'd be crazy <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> um, it was a skipper liner boat. Yeah. And two level. And his idea was to have a, a studio and, like, I think just have, like, shows as they go down the river and stuff. But there was definitely his, his thing was, like, it was going to be a Christian music vibe. I don't know if he mentioned that to you or not. No. Okay. Oh, no. Christian music vibe. Okay. So you're not allowed on it. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed anywhere near it. <laughs> um, I I mean I just thought that it would go hand in hand with you. Like, okay, I'm gonna record an an album on on a boat. 
Why not? Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, David Gilmore of Pink Floyd, he has this studio called Astoria where he did a Pink Floyd album on there. and Or maybe it was a, a solo album. But it's, it's a... It's both a little more impressive than mine, but... Yeah, cool. I've seen that. That yeah. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe you're the next one. I think probably the Especially. one. Yeah, and this boat is super... Like, being on a boat and being in water is probably super inspiring. And I bet you could write a lot. You could write a whole album on your boat and then record it in your boat. That's a good idea. I should do that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you should. I think that would be great. So tell me about what you are working on. You did um, mention something about... Um, so you're doing multiple things right now, correct? I play in multiple bands. Yeah. Uh, I play in... I play bass in Private Oats. Which is amazing. <gasps> um, oh, wait. Boy. Stop there. Okay. Let's talk about Private Oats. I love Private Oats. Yeah. It's a, it's a something. It's great. So I just want to say, what's that face? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Private Oats face. Um, yeah, no. So Private Oats is great. Um, you took me as a plus one to the Hall & Oats actual with oh, Private Oats. Oh, that's right. Yep. And I I tell people this all the time. When I went to Hall & Oates, which I love Hall & Oates. Because Hall & Oates, by the way, um, they gave us free tickets because <laughs> we're, we're the local tribute band. Which is awesome. Which is funny. Not, not that we that. got to hang out with them. I'm sure they were completely unaware of even giving us tickets, but like someone in the organization found us. That's cool. And then so you guys, so I got to go to see Hall & Oates with Private Oates, but my realization was... Private Oats, Private Oats is way better <laughs> to see in concert than actual Hall and Oats, which blew my mind. It, yeah, it, it was it more, blows a lot of people's minds. It was more entertaining because Hall and Oats is great, but I'm sure you know. <laughs> it's just kind of like at this point they play the same song. They've been playing the same the songs, same songs for a long time, and it's just like to them, it's like let's do the damn thing. Do -da 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 -da. Yeah, like, that's how they sound too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys get into it. Like, you guys, like, make their songs fun again. I think we, yes, we added a more youthful energy. Yeah. It's kind of like a, if, uh, if, if Hall and Oates had a little bit of a punk rock edge to them, that would be Private Oates. Yes! And Al Church is super talented. Al is, uh, he is the best entertainer. He's great. Yep. He's a, he, yeah, he is in the... Right career. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. The guy knows how to have fun. And he does. I get everybody having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So if anyone wants to go to a private show, there's one next weekend. Well, actually, this will probably air next weekend. <laughs> probably air after. There's a... I'd have to look at my... We'd have to, pa we'd have to pause and look at my schedule to see when the... Because I don't... Off, of off, off the top of my head, I can never yeah. remember when the shows are. And then... Um, I feel like I might... I can look here, actually. Yeah. Well, we... You can send it to me later. Okay. We can post it. Because, um, I mean, I want to go to every show. I was actually, I've been, I was talking to, uh, talking you up to a wedding last week. I was like, oh my gosh, you have we to. We do weddings. Oh, that is so great. I should tell people. If I were to ever get married, you would be the private I'd be the groom? You, yeah, <laughs> you'd be the groom. <laughs> I just, I thought that's where you were going. I'm sorry, no, I shouldn't no. interrupt you. I would have private oats play. I would all my money would go there, and I would like be like, okay, let's go to this park, get married, and then, yeah. That's the way to do it. Bake some cookies, as the cake and 
pass them out really cheap and then just put all my money into the band. I'd rather have cookies than cake, so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah cake's overrated. I mean, like, I'm not going to turn down a cake. I'm all about it, but between the two, I'm going to take cookies. Cookies all the way. I love cookies. Chocolate chip? What's I have your favorite? A, dude, I have an issue. Okay, I, I, you know that I'm, I have a fast food problem. <laughs> and like. Hold on. Wait. I know this because I had a, we used to be roommates yeah. and I had a memory in my Facebook feed saying last week, remember that time like five years ago where you found Evan in his car eating Taco Bell? I had a photo of it and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, you have a photo of me eating Taco Bell in my car? I didn't even know that. Because I thought it was somebody who was like, what are you doing? You're like hiding and eating junk food. Right. I was like, okay. And I took a picture of it and you were like. Well, it's funny because like. I don't. I, I, it was confusing. Could be like, like, why would I, why would I be hiding? But it's like, oh, I, I was. It was probably not the first time I had Taco Bell that day. <laughs> if it was just once that day, then like, I'm not ashamed of that. It was but. like a self shame. I feel like you were yeah. like, you felt ashamed of yourself, so you felt like eating in your car would feel better. Yeah. Although when it comes to fast food, like joint shame, like what's the number? I have an idea of what is the number one. Like, like, the, like the fast food bag you'd least want to be caught with. McDonald's. Okay, for me it's Arby's. But you love Arby's. <laughs> well, I love them all. But something about being caught with an Arby's bag is just—it's the least. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Why is it Arby's? Because <laughs> Arby's just tries too hard to not be fast food. They just. Oh, so Arby's is kind of like the hipster of fast foods. They're not. I mean, yeah, I guess I suppose. If I mean, you know. They're just not. They're not cool enough. They're not, are they? They're trying too hard to be cool. They are. Yeah. Because when you think of fast food, Arby's, you just no. Taco Bell is like, yeah, we're all we're all doing it, man. Like it's we the it's the PBR it. of fast food. Whoa, yeah. yeah. And Arby's would be the what? The the surly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If my beer's good enough, but I know enough to know that PBR is is the Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, but they changed. They had a. They had a create boundaries with people and limit their menu uh -huh. lately, and I'm not happy about it. No, I don't think a lot of people. But well, anyway, I brought this up because uh, McDonald's. But I, 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 the issue I have. Okay. I never. I used to never go to McDonald's until they started doing this thing where they get they serve it was three cookies for a dollar, chocolate chip cookies, and they're super good. They're like homemade, like mom's homemade cookies. And I go to the drive-through, and I just get, I like, what's your order? I'm like, I'm gonna have three cookies, and they're like, and, and I'm like, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I love that. Now I have to do that. I want to know what it's like to have their cookies. They're good. They're good. They're fucking good. What is the secret? We gotta know. I don't know. I don't get anything else. There. I don't like their cheeseburgers. No. I don't like the McNuggets. No I don't like any bags. of it. Leave it. Yeah. We want the, the cookies. No, that's what I want. I hear their coffee's good. My my mother and I were on a road trip, and she stopped at McDonald's and got a coffee. She was like, I was like, what, really? Like, McDonald's coffee's making me shake? That's, so apparently the coffee's good. Okay. It's strong. Wow. Yeah. I don't drink coffee. Oh, that's right. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm very selective in what I drink. What do you drink? Water. Pina Red coladas. Wine. No, I don't like. I don't drink red wine. I thought you liked red wine. No, nope, got mi mixed up with somebody else. You used to get the box wine. 
I think I tried that because I read oh. a thing about how like red wine is good for your heart, or whatever. So I bought like one. I, one time I got box <laughs> I wine still and it lasted that. for three years. Okay. Yeah. The big box. I remember those. Those yeah. are good. I don't get box wines. I get a bottle and I drink the whole thing at once. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just gotta drink wine. You just gotta do it. Do you like white? I like it better than red, but I wouldn't. Mm. I wouldn't normally buy it. No. I'm sorry. What else do you drink? <laughs> Um, I mean, I like a root beer float. That's good. I mostly drink water. I mean, when it comes to drinking, I'm healthy. When it comes to actual food, I'm awful. Oh, so yeah. it balances out, and I'm average. Okay, okay, that's yep. fair. Average health. So what is the guiltiest pleasure of foods? Didn't I just go through it? But the, I guess it's Arby's. I sit in the drive-thru for cookies. I'll sit for 20 <laughs> minutes. It's pretty bad. For a cookie. For a cookie. Oh, the drive-thrus during the shutdown were the worst. Yeah. Did you notice? Um, They'd go all the way through the parking lot into the really? street, most That's of brutal. them. When you had a Culver's, so they're usually pretty long. Oh, those are always long. They yeah. have two lanes, even. Yeah. Like the two-lane thing is quite an innovation. Yeah, they have two lanes. They have... Uh, um, yeah. They're doing the Lord's work. It's true. Yeah. Culver's is good. It's... Uh, that's another problem. It's good. Yeah. It's very good. And it's fast. It's so fast. Okay. And they're... Well, they're creepily friendly there. Like... I've what, noticed. Yeah, like... If I go to a, a, like a like a like a Taco Bell or McDonald's, like yeah, what do you want? Here's okay, whatever. Come up, pull up to the window. And like I don't get it. I don't care. I know it's not your dream job. I'm not offended if you're not. But like covered, like, oh my god, you're getting what? That's a great choice. <laughs> they must have a really you're getting good the, pay. What's that? They must get paid well. Oh, chocolate concrete with Oreo. That's gonna be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I did make a good choice. I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they prep them like like I know at oh, Walmart yeah, for they're sure. like come on team in the morning you know or like most stores I it guess feel, it feels a little culty oh yeah yeah that's so funny but I'm glad <laughs> they're, they're more pumped about my or, like my order than I am <laughs> like I wish I could be as excited about it as the employees they have a good hot chicken sandwich I think have you ever had it nope haven't had that one are you into Nashville hot chicken sandwiches I feel like that's a very popular thing right now that's uh, I, I don't think I've I haven't gone down that road yet. Well, you I'm into chicken sandwiches. Do you like spicy? No, like not too spicy. Well, then maybe it's I not got your a little, thing. I got a little spice. A little spice. Yep. All right. Well, maybe even try <laughs> the KFC one first. You know who is spice crazy is our old roommate Chris <gasps> Parrish. Chris, I love Chris. He could just down ghost, pep ghost peppers basically oh like he, I could I, too I can't like he he could let me try his, his spaghetti one time where he ghost peppered it up and it's like I could not deal with that oh my gosh I want spaghetti with Chris <laughs> oh that sounds yeah. great I love that I know I love spice I love it and Chris and I also had in common <laughs> I don't know if you know this I'm laughing because um, for his going away present I gifted him this um, but me and him both love to eat raw lemons <laughs> wow that's <laughs> with a little salt and pepper i'm glad you, know? you two found each other i know that's i know i don't know where he is i haven't talked to him in a year but he's back here i yeah i've talked to him since then but um we haven't met up or anything we probably should i miss him 
Yeah, we would just salt and pepper that and eat it raw. And I gave him like four lemons for his going away present, and he left him at the house, which I had to eat myself. Oh, not so bad for you though, right? Yeah, not so bad for me. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, um, so tell me about the other music. Well, I also okay. So I um I play in Al Church's band, which is called Al Church. Oh yeah. Yes, and um. I don't know if this is a real band or not, but we also, he and I also play in this band called Beach Boys to Men, which is a band where we, we play Beach Boys songs and one Boys to Men song. And we formed only just to play one show. <laughs> we're just going to play one show, but then someone there booked us for another show, and then someone there booked us for another show, and we're playing, but I, we might just have one more show on us, and that's it. I don't know. Fun. When is that? It's a wedding. You can't go. Wait, but like what? I could like wedding crasher style. No, you, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the details and then you can. I'm not responsible for what happens. I'll wear all black, bring my camera, and okay. do what I'm told. I know yeah. I've done just so many weddings that I know the drill. Mm hmm. I could be the ultimate wedding crasher. And then my original stuff, I, I don't even know if I should talk about because we haven't put out. Like, we, we, we have two albums and two EPs, but we haven't done anything in years. But we still write, we just haven't put anything out. But that's Hello Blue. Oh, okay. And at some point, we're going to put something out. Wait, you say we. Who's in that? Oh, sorry. Um, my writing partner is Ned Moore. Okay. It's been my my man since uh, since high school, since freshman year. And then Noah Pastor plays drums. And Noah plays in a bunch of bands. Oh, yeah. Noah. Yeah. yeah. And then, but right now, we're, the uh, my buddy Ned and I, we used to play in a, in a high school band called Alien Angst, which was the precursor to Hello Blue. And... We're trying to just re-record our old songs from that time, basically so just for fun. I love that. That is so cool. Yeah, it's it's very it's, it's a very strange band. It's, it's nothing like any of the other stuff I've done. Is it emo? It's definitely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we called ourselves Space Geek Rock. Space Geek Rock. That's I kind of love ourselves. that. I love space. And, and you love geek. geeks. And I love rocks. And you love rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's <perfect>. so cool. <laughs> I want to hear this. So you I have... I can play you some. I want to hear it. Um, when do you plan on doing that? Are you going to have shows you're going to release? No. Just like albums? It was a three-piece band. It was I played drums and Ned played guitar. And then our, our singer lives in China now. So we're probably oh. not going to play too many shows. Okay. And... But it'd be fun to re-record. Yes, like the songs were never. We didn't have a budget to record anything, so. Oh, fine. It's honestly more than anything. It's just, it's a just a small thing. thing. Yes, thing. I don't think this is going to take over the world or anything. I, it's just, just I, for fun. I've never heard anybody do that before, and I know a lot of people have had high school bands, and yeah. then it's it's so cool that you're still in connection with, with him, and that you guys can still do that. Yes. I think that's awesome. I do, I do think that I, I've heard some really good bands in high school. And I feel like there's some people out there, maybe some hot mamas, that are, <laughs> I don't know why they have to be hot mamas. <laughs> I mean, you know, that are like fascinated by you guys in high school and are so excited to hear that you're coming back together. <laughs> I just, I, there are some people who definitely remember. There's like, there's a small, you know. There's a there's at least we have at least a dozen people who will be interested in this. I'm excited. We'll take it. It's nostalgic. It's even like me and like I can name a few bands of friends that I could be like, 
I would come to that. I would pay so much money to fly to whatever state to go see that band that I saw in high school live. You know, like, uh-huh. I just, what was that alarm for? I don't know what the alarms were. I think it was... Did you take a nap yesterday? No, I think time? I went to the state fair yesterday. I think that was my alarm to get going to the state fair. To leave? Yeah. Oh, but I forgot that it was going to go on today. Okay, we're segueing. Um, but yeah. I, I, w- I just want to end on that note that, like, honestly, like, I know a lot of people that, especially myself, that, like, knew bands in high school. And high school is such an impressionable age where you remember the bands that you like, even if they were, like, your buddies from class, you know? Yeah. And you sat in their garage and you listened to them. And then to hear them either, like, recorded and refined, like, what 10 20 years later it would be amazing sure well i mean okay so this band is called alien angst which i you know great name yeah right off the bat i love it <laughs> I love we alien. might be honestly it might be terrible but my the most proud thing I, I have about that band is that we weren't a ska band and everyone else was a ska band at that period like, I was loved a, every band bands. in our high school <laughs> and, every, and every high school there was all ska bands yep. and we're like we're not being a fucking ska band yeah no so it was something different but you totally would be in a ska band no cool. <laughs> i mean it's fine for other people but i just i have that Counterculture soul or something. I was like, if everyone's doing it, then I can't do it. I know, it. I know. That's why you're not emo. Well, but the Hello Blue is basically an emo band. <laughs> so there you go. Hello Blue, it yeah. is. I that's how people how people would describe it. I mean, really? it's like that can mean many different things. Uh, to me, it's like the old school version of emo, more like the Sunny Day Real Estate, sure, uh, era okay. stuff. Um, but hmm. or Jimmy early Jimmy World kind of stuff, but yeah. not the um, that, yeah. whatever came later. Daddy. Alkaline Trio, or um, Daddy issues. We didn't, yeah, we didn't have makeup on our eyes or no, no black hair suit, no floppy hair stuff. Okay. Just some dudes playing instruments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. And you guys are playing too. You're writing some stuff. The other band, the Hello Blue. We have like a third album that we've never quite finished so we just have to finish it so the thing about you that's really cool is like you're like you're doing the eyebrow thing <laughs> am i doing the gordon levitt what's, yeah, the, what's the that gordon guy's name levitt, the, i think it's gordon levitt right yeah eyebrow the eyebrow thing makes um, him look like he's interesting even though he's not yeah but don't worry this isn't recorded you don't have to do the eyebrow thing okay. <laughs> um no um you you can you are very versatile you can go in different bands and have different projects going at once where some people i know like this is my band this is what i do here's where i go but you're kind of dabbling into a lot of things yes um i definitely went through a period where i was just like i just want to do the focus on the one thing and the one thing only maybe i'll go back to that at some point but right now i'm enjoying doing different things and seeing what comes my way i like that do you do you write any of the music how oh, I've probably written. I mean, the only original band I'm playing here right now is the Al Church Band. Sure. And Al Church is writing the majority of it. I've written like one percent of whatever you hear. I mean, I'm writing the bass lines, sure. but they're based off of his songs. And then there's maybe a section here or there that I had some influence on. But it's my that's it's Al Church's stuff. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the stuff that you're in yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Hal Church is, yeah, I've seen him. He's a very good performer. We already talked about that. Yeah. Oh, um, I remember. It's not the Al Church podcast. It's entertaining. Yeah. He is. Like, he was born to do that. It's funny because I was bartending at Leaning Tower Pizza. Yeah. Um, maybe a couple years ago on the back patio and, um, a friend of mine came over and they're like, oh, we're getting married and, you know, our wedding's in this barn and, and they're like, we hired al church <laughs> to do everybody i was like of course you did because mm-hmm. it's gonna be great <laughs> you know maybe you were there too i don't know but who knows but yeah he i hear about him a lot like he gets like, he makes most of his money off of that right like doing music well i also we also both teach at the same the same place so cool he's i hot i don't know so i think that's great too that um like you as a musician, you are able to make your money off of doing like lessons, um, and all like it's all encompassing. Whereas like me, I do photography, but then I bartend. You know, it's not as related. I mean, for me, yes, my income is probably two thirds teaching and one third playing out. Yeah. On average. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. And you live in a boat. I live in a boat. Like, your life is so great. Like, hanging out here, I feel, like, so relaxed. How do you... So, how do you get inspired? Like, do you have moments of, um... I guess, like, uninspiration? Like, where you're just like, crap, I can't... I can't get into it. Like, I oh, can't sure. find inspiration. But st- inspiration for me, do you just... you? I, I don't wait for it. You just, you just start working... I just, there's so many th- ideas that I have that I ended up liking uh, a certain idea I came up with, but I was completely uninspired when I started. But I just started working. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm of the I'm of the view that you don't wait for inspiration. You just, you just whatever you just whatever it. you're feeling, even if you like are feeling completely uninspired, you just put one foot in front of the other and you just start going. And usually, you know some kind of a magical click or whatever and you'll you'll get inspired i like that i had to sit with that for a minute that that makes sense you just keep going you just like put one foot in front of the other and then you just and then you find inspiration on the way right writers who wait for inspiration before they start don't write anything yeah like writer's block and then people who write a lot just work they just yeah they just put pen to page or start playing their instrument whatever and if they're even if they're not even if you're not feeling it, chances are at some point you will that spark will it will hit and you'll start to feel it. Oh wow. Okay. I like that. It would be great if I was just a super inspired person all the time, but life can be pretty mundane. I don't know that anybody is. Like I feel like some people seem that way. But well, I it's probably like... makes might make you sound more interesting if you're Yeah. My inspiration comes from but like my inspiration comes from just working. That's where my inspiration comes from. Yeah. And then I'll hit on an idea out of nowhere, <clears throat> and that idea will inspire me. Yeah. So, yeah. You just gotta, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I like that. So there's not like some magical inspiration sparkle that like. Well, I mean, happens. there's obviously all of the drugs. <laughs> I'm <just kidding. laughs> you do so no. many drugs, oh, don't I'm you? Just crazy with the drugs. <laughs> all of them. Um, so okay. Um, speaking of inspiration, I know you've, I've talked to you about this a lot cause, um, but now that we're on the podcast, 
you had a crazy routine when I lived with you uh-huh. um, with trying to keep yourself in line. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm a spreadsheet maniac. Yeah. And people give me give me grief about it, and it's well-deserved. You have an interesting brain. I, yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll start here. This tattoo, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so this tattoo um, on your forearm... It's my only tattoo. Yeah. Is your only one. Yes. Um, <clears throat> talk about it. It's a to-do list, basically. So it just... It's ruined... Oh, gotta be careful with that. Uh, the tattoo is runes, and each rune has a meaning. It's like a tarot. They're kind of like tarot cards where one might stand for money or death or whatever. Whatever a big thing. And so I just reinterpreted the rune into some kind of a life goal. And they're all in negative space. So then if I achieve the life goal, I, I fill it in. Okay. So the one, you know, one of these stands. How many are, what do I have here? One, two, three. I got 14 different ones okay. and they all, they all relate to some kind of a life goal. Yeah. So it's just, it's the idea is supposed to be a constant reminder of yeah. staying on the path. Yeah. Um, and so I've got a few of them filled in and then the rest of them are all, I mean, I'm sure some of them I'll never get filled in, but that's okay. Sure. Um, and, and you have some filled in now you fill them in with red. Yeah. Is that significant to anything? No, it's, it's, it's I just like the, the red black combination because the rest of the tattoo is black. Um, I like that. Yeah. So tell me about the ones you have filled in there. All right. You might, might be disappointed because <laughs> I got this tattoo 12 years ago. Sure. And it was, you know, I thought about it for a long time. It was a big deal. I fucking lost interest. <laughs> so, you did? Well, for the most part, like I still have my goals. Yeah. But like, I forgot what half of these things are. <laughs> I had them all written out and all these all this deep meaning. But, so I remember what some of them are. Like one of them was to go on, so one of them that's filled in has to do with travel. Oh, cool. And it was to, like, I had, I had a goal to, you know, like, like I wanted to tour, I wanted to go on tour with the, with the band. Yeah. So, okay, I, I've done that. So I filled it in. Um, oh yeah, they all, I don't know if I want this. This is gonna sound so like pompous, but like the truth is, so I don't know if you should put it out there or not, but this sounds so pompous. Um, I wanted to make an album that was someone's favorite album that I had no connection to. That's not Papa's. That's amazing. It's pretty. Well, it's it's not Papa's for me. It's, it's to say it on a podcast feels that way. Yeah. But so, yes, uh, Hello Blue. We made this record and put it out there, and it's not huge by any standards. Uh, but someone in like uh, Massachusetts got a hold of whatever, and, and, and they wrote me an email about it. it was like their favorite album. So that was. A, you know, it happened one time. That was, that was a big deal. That's a big goal. Because I have no connection to them whatsoever. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's not like my mom says it. Although, actually, my mom never listened to my album. So. Oh. <laughs> your mom's not your biggest fan? Well, she's not a music fan. Oh, okay. Not at all? She's my biggest fan, but no, she doesn't listen to me. She likes uh, the Gregorian chant. That's about the only oh, okay. thing she listens to. Okay. <laughs> Super <laughs> random. And Queen. Gregorian chant and Queen. Those are Who my mom's. doesn't love Queen, though? Am I right? That's a great... Queen's great. Yeah. So tell me about your little up-down tattoo. My up-down tattoo? <laughs> Isn't that how they up-downs? I don't know what you're talking about. Like, like up-down. Like the keys on a controller, up and down. Oh. Isn't it? It looks like that. 
it does look like a little bit of the like, like the new controllers for video games. Yeah. But the, um, I never thought about it till now. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of them is for money. I don't have any money, so that's not filled in. It's to have more than. Like, yeah, if this is like financial. Wait, let me see. Okay, so that one has this what stands for wealth. Oh okay. yeah, that one. But I was talking about the one that's filled in. This one here. Yeah. That was the I guess the album one. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. the album one. Okay, which one that am I missing? Touring. This one here stands for Rebirth. Oh, which I know this one. This one's great. Yeah, do I want to bring it out? I don't know. That's on you. <laughs> That's on you. You, you, okay, can I explain it? In Go a, ahead. We can cut it if you don't like it. Yeah. Um, you went through a period where you realized that, like, this part of me was, like, a growth period, and now you want to be, it's like a new chapter. And you totally. changed some things, which we don't have to talk about, but you changed some things about yourself. Not your gender, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Gender's always been the same. Yeah. Um, which would be fine if it wasn't. <laughs> um, but you changed some things about yourself because it's like a new chapter. And yes. saying goodbye to the old you and becoming a new you. Okay, so basically it has to do with CBT therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. And so I did a lot of work with that, that style yeah. of therapy. And it basically changes the way your brain works. And once I felt like I had gotten to a certain point with that, mm-hmm. then I felt like I'd, I kind of cut the, cut the cord mm-hmm. on the old negative thinking brain mm-hmm. and moved into a more positive thinking brain. Which is great. So it's just, that's the rebirth part of it. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's great. Cool. I, I think a lot of people should do that. Yeah, it's a... It's a long road. It is. Because your brain doesn't want to go along with it for a long time. Yeah. You have a negative... I mean, like, I'm no expert on this, but you have a negative thought, Mm -hmm. and you just got to nip it in the bud right there. Yeah. And and flip it around, and your brain's like, yeah, but... But That's not what we do. Yeah, my brain's like, no, but, like, the negative thing is true there. And you're like, yeah, I don't care. We're going with this thought now. And if you stick with it enough, you can kind of, for a long enough time, you can kind of change the way uh, your, your mind works a lot it's so. almost like it's the good. conscious versus your subconscious like you're like it's a battle you're like hey you down there yeah. no we're going this way right yeah exactly. i know your path is used to going that way but we're going this way exactly yeah so yeah. that's really cool now i feel like what is it called that you did cbt cbt so cbt um cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy right um so I feel like there's other ways, too, that you could probably do that without going to CBT, too. I feel like everyone has a different journey. You everyone know? does. I feel yeah. like there's other... I don't know. I'm just saying that, like, that's awesome that you did that and that you can... Yeah. You So you have three out of 14 filled in. <laughs> well, I need to fill another one in, but I'm too lazy to go to the tattoo parlor. Which is... Well, I wanted to buy a houseboat. Which, I know. I was yeah. like, where's your houseboat? I know that's the, on there. The bottom right column oh there is... gosh. Yeah. That is so cool. So you have 10 left. Do you have any that you kind of wish that you didn't put on? Like, you're like, hey, I'm over that. Uh, you know, the way I look at it is if I want to change my mind later about something, I can... Fill it in black. I can, I can well, fill it in black, or I can just... <laughs> I can, you know, fudge it enough so I can just change the meaning to be something else. Sure. Or I can just not even think about it, because I really don't think about my tattoo anymore until someone points it out to me. 
Yeah, which is not wasn't the original the original plan was like this will always be here reminding me all the time but like I don't think about it so someone's like hey what's your tattoo mean and I go oh that's right I have a tattoo I know exactly what that is yeah (laughs) like look most of my tattoos are on my arms to remember and I'm like I don't remember yeah until someone points (laughs) it out to you yeah I'm like oh yeah okay but yeah that makes sense that's awesome and then you also did I mentioned on the other podcast um the age defect picture Oh, the, wait, this is the one where you, you age yourself? Yeah. Yes. So that was an idea I read in a book by uh, A.J. Jacobs. It was brilliant. Oh, that's a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he wrote a book called Drop Dead Healthy, which is a fun book to read. And in that what he goes through, like, he tries to go through everything you can do to be healthy. And it's like too much. It's ridiculous. But he gets to be the guinea pig. And one yeah. of the things he mentioned was he, you, you, you kind of get an a picture of yourself that's an aged picture of you like 30 40 years in the future or whatever and you throw it up somewhere you see it every day and it reminds you that you're going to be that person in the future yeah. so you need to take care of yourself now take care of your old person yeah yeah and then you when i don't know if this is from him as well but you also had boxes that you filled in which do you still have them is that I, what I, they're they are i noticed them when i came in they're behind the curtain yep down there yeah yeah that's the that's from uh, waitbutwhy.com, which is a blog that I love, mm-hmm. where it's just like, if you were to live to be 90 years old, sure. which is, you know, pretty generous, Yeah. Um, it's your whole life divided into weeks, and each, each week is represented by a box. Yeah. So from the time you're born to 90 years old, and you just, every week you fill out the boxes and you see your life. Slipping away. It's scary. It's this freaky, but I feel like it's good. It probably yeah. some people might not like it, but yeah, I do feel like there's something about being in your twenties and then being in your thirties is that changes, and I feel like it's almost like seeing those boxes is like being in your thirties. Like you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is how much time I have left. Well, it's freaky looking at your whole life in terms of weeks, and you're like, that's not that many weeks. It's not. When I saw yeah. that, I was like, Evan, this is scary. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, are we taking care of our older self? It gives you perspective. Yeah, like, for sure. like we can't we can't waste a day. You know, we got to be healthy. We can't, we can't sling the drinks back and then wake up and be hungover and waste a day. We can waste football Sundays, but that's it. <laughs> I'll give myself I that. do remember that you love football Sunday. I, I do. Do you, do you have a football Sunday um, party in your boat? No, I can't. I don't like I don't usually watch football with other people. I just watch it by myself. You do? I thought you would have football Occas- parties. Occasionally I'd have like a friends over but, or f- go to someone else's house, but for I the most like, part. Yeah. I feel like I've came to your football Sundays and you've shushed people. See, that's <laughs> the part. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like I just I'm just like you people don't understand, you people don't understand football. Oh, Nellie. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Nellie, you do realize you can lay on the ground like normal dogs, right? Oh, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that's hilarious. I know you. You like you love football. Like it's it's real. Like you're devoted. You watch it and you want to hear it. I desperately it. wanted to be a professional football player. You did? Oh, when I was younger, yeah. The whole. Well, what happened? Well, what happened was I grew to be five foot eight and one hundred thirty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so that was. Oh yeah. Well. As set as a problem. 
a little that, setback. That was a little setback. Yeah. I played. I played for a couple years, and I was the smallest guy on the team. And the coaches, the my brilliant coaches, decided to put me at defensive tackle, which is for the biggest guys on the team. That's the position <laughs> they play. So defensive tackle, I don't know how, how much you know about football, but it's, it's essentially just you put your biggest guy against your other biggest guy on the other team, and they just battle for who can push harder. And I just got destroyed. Because well, yeah. uh, of course I got destroyed. Well, yeah. Are you okay? Do you have any permanent head injury from this? <laughs> like... Um, just like I mean, getting my ass kicked every game like that kind of messed with my confidence a little bit. Oh my god. Because like I don't know, they just the coaches set me up for the perfect failure. Because like, there's no way I was gonna succeed. No. I, I remember mean, my first my first wait. game was against Fridley. And the coaches threw me out there, and the guy lines up across from me. He's, like, three feet taller than me. And he looks at me, and he, he bursts out laughing. <laughs> and then, for the entire game, proceeded to just just take everything he had. It's just, like, pounding me into the ground. Oh, everything he had? Like, oh my he didn't God. have to do that. <laughs> no. Like- he, he had the time of his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I mean, like, so, I, I, yeah, I wanted to be so a your coach, receiver. So your coach, yeah, did that for why? Like, because they just needed a slot to fill. It was nothing personal against me whatsoever. Okay. It was like I was the new kid on the team. There was an opening at this position. Everyone else had been on the team. They had their positions, so they just put me where there was an opening. But it wasn't. It was not. I wanted to be a receiver, and our freaking receiver could not catch a pass. Pass. Yeah. So they should have just. They couldn't have done any worse if I was there. Yeah. That's what I was built for. Yeah. Receiver or cornerback. Yeah. So so that's why I'm not a professional football player today. Well, I'm sorry. I know. So I, my, fallback was, life my fallback sucks. was music. I mean, it's not sucks, but sometimes you just have to deal with that. Yeah, that's right. And you're an amazing musician. Well, thank you. Yeah. You seem to put your heart into everything that you do. I went from being, in high school, I went from being the kid who sucks at football to the kid who's good at music. <laughs> so, But at least I found something I was good at. Yeah. Yeah. You did. And I think, yeah. Do you believe that saying that they, um, I feel like more motivational speakers say it, but they're like, you can do anything or oh, sorry that's not it. you every person has like are born with this natural skill and they can and that's their journey what do you think about that uh i'm i i i do think everyone's probably you know can exceed at something oh we all have natural we all we're all i think we're all given a deck that we can like a deck of cards that we can win with it's just a matter of some people are given a deck of all aces and some are given a worse deck but there's some there's a winning hand in every deck yeah um it's just a matter of finding it if you've got all aces it's easy to find it because you're gonna stumble on it one way or another yeah but yeah everybody's got something i think yeah i do feel like yeah i agree with you i kind of feel like everybody has like a set of skills that they can do but but um with anything it's hard work basically just a drive yes i mean the music thing is i was absolutely obsessed with it yeah so it and wasn't work it didn't feel like work to me to practice my right my music stuff or whatever like and that's the dream right like to, to to work a job that doesn't feel like you've worked a day in your life yeah do you feel like 
Oh, I, <laughs> when it comes to, to teaching, like people ask me, like, do I like, do I like teaching? I like, go, well, it depends what I'm teaching. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. People could be more difficult. Oh yeah. Just like, like anything, animals, kids, children, you know, anything. Yes. Yeah. So for the most part, I like it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't like it all the time. There's, every, there's every job days, has its bad yeah. aspects, but overall it's good. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do everything. You can't just find the gushy parts of it. Yeah. You, know, just, you just made me think of fruit gushers. That's another oh, guilty pleasure. Those are so good. I know. Why don't I have any here? That's what you're right, thinking right that's now. That's what I'm thinking. I know. Why are they not here? Do you you said you don't cook meals here? Well, I do, but not. Yeah. I did more last year. Yeah, you know, we were on your. We we had a. The reason I don't cook meals here is because my fridge is broken. And you don't want a propane fridge. Definitely don't want a propane <laughs> fridge, but I don't. That's I just need to get a new fridge, and I'm just. Or fix this one. So right now, oh, yeah. I'm not putting any perishable perishable items in it, so I'm not cooking. So I I feel like I was shocked. We we um, were talking earlier. Um, you said you weren't a good cook, and I was kind of shocked. But then, like about five minutes later, it hit me. Your girlfriend's a good cook. <laughs> like I've had delightful food, but oh yeah, yeah that was you didn't make it. She yeah. cooks it, and I take credit for it. That's that is the arrangement that we have. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I thought that was pretty funny, but I've made attempts at like I've tried to I follow the recipes and I you know, I, I try to get everything right, but yeah, you know, I've have struck gold a few times but for the most part. I'm like yeah, I think I'll just yeah, it's not my I, thing for right now. You are a big schmoozy guy. Smoothie guy. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember your friend gave me the hardest Alex. time. That was Alex. He's no, it wasn't your... Alex. Oh. It wasn't someone else. It was a it was a blonde girl. A female blonde, Megan. Blonde. <laughs> Because I was going, but in her defense, I was going crazy with my smoothies. And I don't <laughs> drink them anymore because there's too much sugar. <laughs> but for a while, I'd like, the, um, the I, I would make my morning smoothie and I'd just, just keep pulling ingredients out of the cupboards, all these different powders and pills and stuff. And she just, like, I had this huge pile on the table and she just looked at me with just completely deadpan. And she's like, you put a lot of stuff in your smoothies. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was like, yeah, oh, newsflash. Yeah, I think that was Megan. <laughs> That's hilarious. I also do remember, um, sorry, my friends are all up in your grill, but Alex, who um, is my roommate now, he he used to just be like, I just want to watch you <laughs> like make your smoothies. It's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was yeah, so that was a bit of a science experiment. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but it, you did it really... Um, you were very considerate because you put it in the cupboard above and shut the door so it wasn't loud because you do it at like six seven in the, the morning the blender the blender the blender is yeah. very lo- loud and i do it in the morning yeah i didn't i you know i didn't want to bother people that was very yeah that was very yeah nice um and then i do also remember you just did everyone's dishes <laughs> and in the uh, morning what choice did i have <laughs> like <laughs> just dishes are done but then i always always feel bad and then it made me have to like one do the dishes and stuff you know <laughs> you just feel guilty you're like oh okay. i think sometimes that was probably my girlfriend katie who was just doing them <laughs> and then and then we'd have days off all like i remember one time we were um matt was sitting in the living room and i was chilling on the couch and you come in the door and you're looking around and you're like do we all have the same day off and we're like, yeah, you just hand us a broom. Like, you get the living room, I'll get the hallway, you get the kitchen, let's go. I like a clean yeah. place. <laughs> what can I say? Oh, 
Um, I love it. Uh, that was fun, though. I mean, it was great. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. But, um, yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of clutter. I like that. I, uh, I... A cluttered house breeds a cluttered brain. It's true. How you know? do you how do you do it though? Like how do you does have you always just How do I do it? Way? It's on my daily spreadsheet to spend a little time cleaning up. And but I also maybe I'm weird. I just also enjoy it. I enjoy cleaning and putting things away. I don't know. You have a spreadsheet? I my whole life is on a spreadsheet. Like is it digital? Yes. What how often do you look at it? Every day. Multiple times. I check, I'm checking things off as I go. Like, I there's things I want to do every day. But I'm also crazy about it. Because, like, okay, so, okay, people have a spreadsheet and they want to get this and this done. Fine. But they probably don't have brushing their teeth on it. Well, I do. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have a little box that says brush your teeth. I mean, when is your birthday? It. April 29. Like, you are, like, what they supposedly call Virgo, which I am, and I'm not like that. I'm a Taurus. You're Taurus. Oh, you're yeah. a Taurus. Yeah. Oh. I can see that. <laughs> Is that what you're supposed to say to everybody? That know. says their sign? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see that now. Mm. <laughs> like, if you were to tell me you were a Cancer, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's probably how it works. Um, But, no, um, so... I find, like, I do, I, I do, um, I'm not a digital person. I do, like, a pen and paper kind of list. Like, sure. a list. Like, these are the things I want to get done, and then I try to remember. But then I'm like, ooh, shiny thing. And, like, I, ta- I, like, I am the worst. I'm just like, how did I get here? Like, oh, yeah, okay, you were doing a thing two hours later. Like, go back. You know, I'm so distracted, and I, it's hard for me to stick to a list. How do you do it? Um, I don't know. It changed my life. Because before I started this little uh, spreadsheet list idea for everything in my life almost like i just felt totally directionless and i would just wake up because like i work a later day yeah with teaching you know my first lessons aren't until 3 p.m usually yeah so i got all this time beforehand i would just wake up and be like uh uh, what am i gonna do and i just surf the net or i was just wasting way too much time and i felt guilty about wasting way too much time like i play Nintendo for a bit or whatever. Like, now it's, like, there are things I want to do. Yeah. But for some reason, I just couldn't think of them. Yeah. When I, before I had the list. So, now I just... Okay, so when you wake up... That. Aren't you really tired ever? Like, you just don't want to get up? Like, how do you do it? Uh, yeah, but, like, um... If I'm... Because I... Cause, because I work later, I don't, I don't have to get up early. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No one's... I'm not going to lose my job if I wake it, wake up at 11.30 a.m. Sure. So I just find it, I, I just get so much more done if I wake up early. It's just, and if I'm really tired, fine, I'll sleep in a late. What time do I'll you? sleep in late till 8.30 a.m., you know, that's what sleeping t- in late. What time do you wake up? Um, I usually wake up around 7 a.m. Okay, that's a good time. You're just very inspiring me right now, like... I, I get so tired in the morning. Like, I work myself into the ground, and then I'm just tired for days. Yeah, well, you also work pretty late. Yeah. If I have a show that goes late, yeah. I'm not waking up at 7 a.m. the next day. Okay. I'll sleep in. Or, or, or I'll wake up, but then I'll take a nap later. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sleep is important. I 
look, I get my sleep in for sure. Yeah. But okay. I'm not one of those people who uh, just cuts that out of their life to get things done. Yeah, that's the thing I get confused. They're like, wake up at 5 a.m., don't sleep. But then it's like, no, you need sleep. And I'm like, wait, which one is it? Do I, like, tackle my dreams by waking up at 5 a.m. and going for a run and starting my day? Or do I get seven hours of sleep? <laughs> confused. Do I do both? I guess I have to do both. I'm a big nap guy. I love naps. Love the nap. I took two today. Yeah. <laughs> only two? Yeah, only two. <laughs> but then I find myself being like, I don't want to get up. So I'm going to lay in bed and look at my phone. Sure. And that's, I feel like that's not good. That's not good, but yeah. we're all, we're all in the same boat there. We're all guilty. But technically, we are in the same boat right now oh <laughs> i mean i'm big into like the i like the internet blockers like i'll put a blocker on my computer that blocks facebook and twitter and all that stuff yeah tell me about that you i use self oh. it's an app called self-control because it's free on your computer or your my phone? computer computer my phone i could get i can't get to face i don't know my facebook password perfect so I keep, but I still have a Facebook. Mm. I know a lot of people have gotten rid of it. Yeah. I found a happy medium where I have a password I can't remember and I keep it in a drawer at my parents' house. Oh, yeah. If I'm visiting my parents, I'll pull it out, I'll log in, and I'll see what's going on. That's so cool. I and remember I you had remember. that. You also had a cookie jar with a timer on it. Oh, I got two now. They're right above your head. You do? Yeah, I had to get an extra one. Cause the kitchen safe. The kitchen safe. Yeah, tell yeah. me about that. Um, well, I mean, I like my sweets, but I, I can't control myself with that kind of thing. So um, I'll just I'll buy whatever I think I'm interested in, and I'll throw it in the cookie safe. You set the timer, and then every morning the timer will, it'll be open, so I'll go and I'll I'll grab what I you know like one or two things out of there. I'm like, this is all I need today. Yeah. Because that's what I feel at the time. Now, if yeah. I didn't have the timer, I'd I'd just keep going. But I, and then and then I, I grab a couple of things and I throw the timer back, throw the top back on the timer. It's great. Yeah, I know I do. Again, they're a ripoff, but they're great. Being your roommate, I remember you having it open and saying, "Do you want one? It's now or never, <laughs> <laughs> or now or until tomorrow." And right. I was like, oh, "But it feels like now or never." It tomorrow, did feel like so far and I, away, and I felt the pressure. I was like, "I either eat one now or I." I'm locked out forever. <laughs> I think I took it. Yeah, you made the right choice. <laughs> I did. So that's uh, that's fascinating. What do you call that? Creating like creating boundaries for yourself or knowing your own. Um, it's uh, it comes from a book I read called Willpower by Roy Baumeister, which I think is a that was a big book for me. Yeah. Um, and it's the idea that there's some debate about how true this the the findings of that book are, but sure. it still works for me, yeah. which is. Uh, that you kind of only have so much willpower you can expend in a day. Yeah. So it's easier to just take certain choices away from yourself. Cause you're not, I'm not expending. If I try to go into that kitchen timer thing now, I know that I can't get it. Yeah. So it's just, it's not even an option. Yeah. I don't have to expend willpower on it. So that's why I block Facebook and Twitter and all that other garbage off my computer. I was like, now, now I can't get to it. Yeah. So I don't have to, and it's really easy to go on the social media platforms and two hours will pass. Oh yeah. It's especially because like when I, if I'm trying to do some work that, you know, do some work that I don't want to do 
it's just so easy like well i'm gonna check these things first or check that first and check yeah. the news cnn first or whatever and uh time goes very quickly yeah. away from you when you do that yeah so i just like yeah i just had to realize that willpower is it's uh it's easier just to not even worry about it just lock yourself out and that is that that is so cool that that inspires me a lot just the idea of you know creating boundaries for your <laughs> okay so so we talked about doing things for your older self but then like creating boundaries to um navigate your little self i feel like like oh your, yeah you know your your child self that has no control right and then you yeah so yeah wise words from evan actually i don't know um <laughs> could be dumb words i don't know i don't know what i'm doing um, i would love someone to run my life right that, that oh would be great. and speaking of that we uh we i say we i watched you um try a life hack what's the, that the pancake mix tasting smoothie what did i do you tried to uh, the smoothies they drink one a day and it give you all the nutrition you needed for that day oh soylent yes yeah i went on the soylent road yeah um that's they got a, a lot of new flavors now too are they still are they still going yeah oh, they're going strong um yeah i'm not i've never been like this is the way but i've been more like uh well, if it's between this and eating some garbage fast food, this is probably better. Yeah. So tell me about it, your journey. Um, I have <laughs> I haven't had one of those in a long time. I still have some around. Yeah. There's, I can still consider them an option. Like they came out with a mint chocolate Soylent. So that's kind of that's kind of the one. Soylent is named after a movie that. Yeah, eating people. I mean, they're making they're they're making fun of the whole project by calling it Soylent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Soylent Green. Yeah. Yeah, with Charlton Heston. Yeah. Um, but as far as I know, it's not made out of people. Well, cider. Not that that would stop me. But it did I remember you tried it, and you felt kind of weak after it. I felt... The first time I did it, I felt terrible. But now it's... That's not an issue. Like, the first, like... I I mean, I'm also into the intermittent fasting thing. Oh, yeah. So, and the first time I... Did you I do that? Yeah. Well, I have my own... My own Evan way of doing it. Sure. Um, so... Um, but the first time I fasted, I did it for a day, I just felt, like, absolutely terrible. And I was like, I will never do this again. But... But I've gotten better at it. So yeah. Now it's not as big of a deal. So I wonder if, like, most things you just have to get over that hump of, like, changing. So I, I think when it comes to, yeah, food, you get used to a certain way you do things. And then we change it up. Your body kind of goes out of whack. Yeah, I feel like it goes out of whack, even if it's a good change for you. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what I do for the fasting is I have kind of a... I weigh myself every morning, and I have a... Like a like a like a weight threshold. Yeah. And if I am over the threshold, I fast mm -hmm. after breakfast. And if I'm under the threshold, I just basically eat whatever. But I usually don't go too crazy. Yeah. And then I just kind of lower the threshold very very. I call it the it's the world's slowest, like, weight loss plan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's well, it is because it's a, it's like a tenth of a pound a week. Yeah. 
but I tried the weighing myself and trying to hold myself accountable and it just for me it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing that's worked for me during uh, COVID I do have to say that um, my family would never be like oh yeah you're getting weight but my father did mail me a scale <laughs> <laughs> subtle hints yeah I was like my dad likes to poke me in the stomach and go, when's the baby due? <laughs> oh my gosh, parents are, they're, uh, they can be mean. He's, uh, they're not subtle. Yeah, they're not subtle, you guys. That is not cool. Well, yeah. Well, we all have to create boundaries for ourselves and figure out what works. Um, yeah, eating like a monster every day all the time wasn't working out for my health, weird. I found out. Weird. Yeah. yeah. So I found a boundary that works. Are you the type of person that, like, when you're young, you can eat whatever you want and you're skinny and then, like, Oh, yeah. High metabolism, for sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Ugh. And then you get older and it slows and you're like, what is this? Why are (laughs) things different than they used to be? Why are my pants fitting so tight? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks. I'm the same way. I gotta... I gotta do that intermittent fasting. I think that's honestly the best thing that worked for me. And I just... Having the mental discipline to do that is really difficult i mean the thing is like it's it's kind of trend it's totally trendy right now intermittent mm-hmm. fasting like so there's a part of me that wants to say f that just because it's trendy but just mm-hmm. because it's trendy doesn't mean it doesn't work yeah right you know? well yeah true it kind of is working for and me. everyone has to the, uh, 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 mm, there you go there we go but yeah i know we gotta we gotta change when we get older we have to start focusing on our health and but yeah speaking of which i hear you yawning um I, I mean, I think I asked all the questions that I wanted to. Yeah, we can cut it whenever you want or keep going. I don't care. So. Yeah, I feel like this is great. We had a lot of fun today. We ate some banh mi's and we... Hung out with my neighbors. <gasps> Your neighbors are neighbors. so great. Yeah. Yeah, Troy can make some pretty sick cocktails. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to be here and see that you accomplish your dreams. And I hope to see your entire arm filled in red someday. Yeah. No. You might be disappointed. <laughs> because I'm not thinking about it anymore. But uh, okay, no, I'll will f- get it everything done. I'll get okay. it all done. All right. All right. Do you have a Do you have the same artist that does the red? I don't even remember what his name was. I remember they were located on where it was done. They were located on um, University and Snelling area. A one. That definitely wasn't it. That's a steak That's sauce. Just- well, there's the tattoo shop A1. Oh, okay. That's not at University and Snelling, though, actually. No affiliation with the steak sauce? No. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you like A1? I like A1 steak sauce. I'm down with A1. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, Which one are you going to fill in next? Oh, my question was, is do you ever go to a tattoo artist? Like, well, you've gone to the same one, so probably not. But do you think you'll go in and be like, could you just fill this in red? And they're like, uh, yeah, for $700, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I think I'll just walk out and yeah. color it myself somehow. With a little a pen and, like, yep. a needle. I mean, the next one I do, it's going to be so bright, they're not going to match. I guess it doesn't matter. No, nah, it doesn't matter. I didn't matter. think about that when I came up with it. That's okay. It's still really cool. I love that tattoo. But anyways, okay, so next time I see you, you will have an entire red filled arm. Yeah, I'll fill. Uh, I'll just complete all my life goals. Cool. So, right. how much time do I have? I don't know. Let's look at your calendar. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Just kidding. Um, next time I see you, at one week. One week. All right, one week. We'll fill it in. All right. 
All right, sounds good. Thanks for tuning in to Excelsior. Tune in next time for our next special guest.